Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Five of my best with Man Parish. Now, stay to the end because he'll tell you what his number one song is. Now, don't forget, subscribe. It allows you to find out when I upload something new on the channel. And, of course, it helps me. Here's Man Parish. Man Parish, welcome. Five of your best. So I'm going to go through these tracks and ask you a few questions about them. Start well, I was going to do five Mariah Carey Christmas songs, but I thought there'd be riots in the capitals all around the country or all around the world. So I gave mine instead. Brilliant. One of them you got down is Situation. Which is a remake, obviously. Yeah, was a situation blew my mind. You know, Vince Clark uh, is an idol of mine, and it was it, other than Kraftwerk, it's an incredible use of synthesizer, and it is it, one of my favorites. Yeah, it was a B side, wasn't it, to Only You, which I think got into the Billboard chart. Well, here it was the other way around. Here it was an A side, and the B side was Only You. Francois Kevorkian, who you would know. Yep. remixed uh situation they had to change their name i forgot what it was it was something and they had to change it to yazoo there was some sort of controversy over some american band that had a similar name so tell me about your cover what was your intention what did you want to add to i mean if it's one of your favorite tracks it's really not an easy task to make your own version and be happy with it is it uh i just love the song so much i thought i'd give my spin on it I have a new album and I did some cover tunes and I'm basically doing my spin on it. You know what I mean? So uh, it was my spin. It was all vocoder vocals. And um, it's a song that I love. So it, was, it, it wasn't that hard to do. It, I, I, you love something, you kind of do it and you're happy. Yeah, one of the tracks you chose of yours, Man Made, is one of my favorite tracks. Oh, thank you. Well, when I set out to do music, I wanted to be like... Vince Clark. I wanted to have pop songs, but I couldn't sing, so I used the vocoder. And that has song structure to it, unlike hip-hop, bebop, my other song. And uh, I wanted to copy what the Brits were doing with electro. 
So that was my closest thing. It was a, a, a craft work meets Yazoo. Yeah, uh, uh, or yeah, Yaz. It was someplace it was Yaz and someplace it was Yazoo. That was the controversy on the group because there was a Yazoo thing, I think, over here, and they had to call them Yaz, Y-A-Z. Anyway, I wanted to emulate that, and that's what I wanted to be like. And Man Made was a craft worky, you know, Depeche Mode, uh, 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 Human League synthesizer kind of dark 80s song. Yeah, it's one of those tracks that so many people love and so many people cite as like... I have a live version of it from some festival a million years ago. I, I'm trying to find out where I did it so I can credit it, but there's a live version of it, which is really, really good. I'll probably put it out soon. And it's got this synth at the end, hasn't it? Which you, you sort yeah. of... Yeah, that which is brilliant. But, but all that was created with two synthesizers, a Prophet 5, a Prophet 1... And, and and an 808 drum machine. That was my whole album. So there are only two synthesizers on that whole entire album and that song. Yeah, and I found a video to it today. It starts off soaring through the skies and landing somewhere on Earth. We discovered an alien. Yeah, so that was the, we, we did a live show. So that was the beginning to my man-made uh, 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 it was it was I don't know it's just trying to be theatrical, you know, and that was the beginning to the live show. I'd stand on stage and I had this Darth Vader hood and uh, blue light and smoke would come out of my hood and fill the stage up with dry ice while that went on. And then uh, we had this creature that came out and had pulled my hood off. And there I was, you know, uh, uh, oh, my God, he's a white guy or, you know, uh, uh, she, she looks like a, a robot, you know, some queen, mad queen with with makeup and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it was uh that was the beginning of the show and I loved it. And you must have been riding really high at that period because that 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 period was was really happening for you, wasn't it? 82 around then. Yeah, I, and it's funny because I, I didn't know I was riding high. I was just, I've always wanted to be a band, but, I, but to this day, I can't read or write music. So when Vocoder came out, I could sing. When a programmable drum machine like the 808 came out, I could complete my band. I could do the keyboards, I could do the bass. I couldn't do the drums, but the 808 drum machine, I could now be a complete band. And I just did my thing, so to speak. You know, Before that, I was doing ambient music because I couldn't pull together a band. So I was, uh, you know, what's interesting is a lot of groups in those days were one hit. I don't want to say one hit wonders, but they had song Shannon and planet rock and all that kind of stuff. In those days, if you didn't have an album, you weren't a real musician. And I happened to have an album, which was a big boost to how people saw me. So the fact that I did not the first electronic album, Kraftwerk did it, but the fact that I did that really helped my career. So you went on stage and then they were surprised that you were a white guy. I mean, if we, we because, talk because over here, uh, hip hop bebop was the big song in, in Boogie Down Bronx, and that played in urban club uh, radio and urban clubs and black stations. So when I got to these places, it's like not only were we were white, but we were screaming gay white with makeup and 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 and, and you know uh, had guys twirling with skirts on and you know graffiti uh, jackets that were made by Kanza Yamamoto, who did David Bowie's outfits. So we were a big stage show when everybody was like, yo, what's up with fila hats and Kango, you know, and you know, street. And we came gliding in like, you know, the Duchess of Bensonhurst where I used to live. And, you know, we turned out this show and we're like, what the hell is that? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we kind of stood out. <laughs> Let's talk about Boogie Down Bronx now then, because we're sure. sort of in a way onto that. Um, 
and Boogie Down Bronx is Bronx is what the, the Bronx was called, wasn't it? Because yes, of all it was these... called the Boogie Down Bronx because there was it, it, it was largely urban, funky, black Spanish, uh, 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 and there were a couple of clubs up there um, that played funk or boogie music. And I lived in Brooklyn. I did not live in the Bronx. The um, we're doing a follow-up record. I did it in my bedroom. At, at my albums were done in my bedroom. Uh, village people were there. Boy George came to my bedroom. You know, it was this bedroom studio that I did all the stuff in. Kind of like uh, was Flying Lizards. Their, their money was done on a four-track home tape recorder and made a huge thing. I was just one step up from there. And there's a kid who used to sit on my steps all the time. And every time I walked home, hey, uh, 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 yo, man, Parrish and cool Raul, cooler than the water in the swimming pool. And I said, hey, bro, what's up, whatever. And I went upstairs. We did this record. And I said, we need somebody to sing on this. And Raul, who was with me, said, why don't we get that kid? Let's see if he's downstairs. And sure enough, he was still down there. He said, you want to come up and be on a record? <laughs> and it was literally like that. He came up and he said, I said, I don't know if we're ever going to get paid on this. Probably not. And I never was. <laughs> I said, but if you want to be on a record, I'm just letting you know up front. And he did all that live in one take. I reround the tape and then I fed his voice through the vocoder, which, by the way, is the same vocoder that Electric Light Orchestra used on Mr. Blue Sky. I bought their vocoder at a shop. It's got history behind it. And I doubled his, I, I played the musical version behind him. And nobody had done, they'd done vocoder, they'd done voice, but they never double tracked it. So it gave it a sound. And uh, uh, um, he started with, you know, Boogie Down Bronx, you know. Uh, Boogie Down Bronx is the place to be, but uh, where I but Brooklyn is where I stay in reality. So, we were Brooklyn kids, but you know the Bronx was a very cool. Well, it, it, New York City then was really tough. Actually, not a cool place to live. I mean, you get killed. Uh, the South Bronx was called Fort Apache because it was really like, whew, you know, you'd be lucky if you made it ten blocks without getting mugged or killed. So, uh, yeah, you know, it was cool. A lot of people came out of the Bronx, African Mabata, a lot of other people, you know, it was a sound that was very organic and in the streets. So this guy was Freeze Force. Was yeah, on... that's what he called it. His name is John Carter, John Ski from the Freeze Force crew. It's just him, you know what I mean? Uh, so uh, everybody had a tag name back then. You know, my name came from Andy Warhol. I was Manny Parrish. He wanted to put me in a, uh, I was going to be an interview magazine. Oh, Manny's too common. Let's make you man. And I'm like, I don't care. Just put my name in the face <laughs> of the paper. I'll show my friends. I said, why man? He said, Man Ray was a photographer. So you could be Man Parish instead of Man Ray. And, you know, I, Andy Warhol named me. Great. How cool is that? Right. And it's pretty cool. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Every time I go and look at your uh, videos or, or your music on YouTube, all the comments below, have you read them? They're just amazing. It's just people who absolutely, absolutely it changed their lives. Steve, I've never been paid on those records, and I'm still chasing publishing to this day. I, I, it's one of those classic things where I sign away my life, you know what I mean, on, on one paragraph, and it's unfair. And little by little, we're gaining our, you know, my stuff back. But those comments are worth millions of dollars. And I mean, they touch my heart. I sometimes cry over those things, believe it or not, because they're so touching. You know, it's like, uh, I've never heard music like this. You've changed my life. Uh, you're a legend. You're this, you're that. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm, I'm not that guy, but okay, I'll take it. You know what I mean? I, I didn't set out to do something incredible, but everybody else thinks it's incredible. And in fact, I was ashamed of that record, uh, that Boogie Down Bronx Hip Hop Bebop, because it didn't have a bridge, a verse, a chorus. It was kind of like a freeform dance, electronic dance track with dog barking and uh, dog barking and stuff like that. And I said, you can't put this out. You know, Man Made is the single. Uh, people are going to laugh at me, but it, 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 it broke through and... Even to this day, uh, I, there's videos online of kids that uh, break dance. You know, their parents put the needle on. These little kids are breaking break dancing to it. So I'm very honored, and and um, you know, it, it was another. It, it, I got paid that way. Hip hop bebop was a defining moment, and I think to everybody else but me, I just did a record. You know what I mean? It was kind of to me, it was a free form art piece rhythmic piece with some drums you know what i mean and then we had to figure out how to put the barking and all that stuff on there which is a whole other story that i could tell but i don't know what kind of time you have yeah no go for it let's hear oh okay so there's dog barking on that which was a big thing in the bronx or the clubs if the kids liked a record they go in the club letting the dj know this is cool so when we had hip hop people up, it was it was it was an instrumental thing with uh, um, like paper, Herbie Hancock's Rocket. There's no vo voice on there, so Raul said, "Let me take you to the Fun House in New York." John Jellybean Benitez is a well-known DJ from back there. We went into the DJ booth, which was I don't know the size of a living room in those days. Arthur Baker was there, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Africa Mabata, which I just did a record with recently uh, called Boom Boom, and. Um, there's a girl standing next to uh, a, a John Benitez with long black hair, hairy armpits, and, a t and, and we used to call it a skank, and a t-shirt that said, I'm Madonna. <laughs> right? <laughs> so uh, I know her before she was raised. And Jelly Bean puts on a record, and all of a sudden, you hear, woo, 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 from out in the club. And I was like, what, what, what's going on? You know, is, is that the fire alarm? Like, like, do we have to get out of here? He goes, no, 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 no. This is really cool. They they liked the record. I said, why don't we bark on that hip hop? Well, it wasn't called hip hop about then, but that record, and we'll have a fun little thing. We'll just bark at the audience. They'll bark back at us on a Saturday night, case closed. It'll be a one-time little novelty thing. Well, how did I know that I was defining an era, a, a moment in the clubs? And that dog barking for anybody who was in clubs, uh, 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 it, it was a pivotal thing because I was I was speaking or saying the very thing that they did or documenting it. You know what I mean? It was supposed to be a gag, but it turned into that record.
So that dog barking is not just random. It's actually very specific. But like I said, it was only meant to be, you know, put the needle on, play it once, and you'll never play it again, probably. So let's talk about the weight from music for okay. films. So, go ahead, if you want to. Uh, well, no, for me, because it's such a, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's just wonderful and it's completely different. <laughs> it's yeah. just not, not something you expect. And, and and that's exactly why I did it, because I do dance music. People know me as dance music. If it was man to man, we were we were copying the Stockick and Waterman type of high NRG energy stuff or, or hip hop, bebop, boogie down Bronx, the street stuff in New York uh, or craft work. But I can't read or write music, but I can score 200 person orchestra and I can do classical music and people don't know that. Uh, I just dabble and these things come out. I have an album called Beautiful, which is like this song called The Weight. But The Weight was very touching and I'm such a pussy, but I was sitting there doing it and kind of crying. And I thought, oh, get a hold of yourself, you you sappy thing, you. But it it, it was, it, it, I feel like it's just a very deep emotional thing that came from deep down inside of me and got out so uh, there's other songs uh, uh, other pieces of music on there too but the weight is very personal it it just kind of it it's it it, it's, it really shows my soul not my yes. whole myself <laughs> well i'm just going to read out the top five so you've got situation your version man-made the weight boogie down bronx and hip-hop bebop out of those five what for you really remains as your own personal favorite? The other stuff is what people expect, but the weight is really something that you don't expect. And I'm not doing it to be different. That's more of those, the other records I was either emulating or trying to do something or, or, or making a dance record. The weight has is just very raw for me. It's just a piece of. If you haven't heard it, uh, anybody who's listening, it's it's there's piano and some some operatic voice and stuff like that. But it, I grew up listening to Vangelis and all that stuff, so it's kind of like this just just deep. It's just raw. It's emotion to me. So I love that one the best. Man Parish, brilliant. Thank you. No, absolutely. Up there is an interview I recommend. Down there is where you can find all the podcast interviews, and here is where you can connect. <laughs>